yeah, true, massive storm, almost like a cyclone type storm. Um, huge swell came up within 24 hours, so it almost just obliterated a lot of the, the sand on the beaches. Mm. Yeah, um, bit of a messy storm, waves not great. It's a lot of swell going unridden. But um, yeah, I was down. I, I was down there today at um, at Greenmount, and it looks like the apocalypse has happened on the beach. It's just driftwood and logs and stuff yeah. everywhere. The last wave that I was laying on and just riding in, as I was coming in, there was just sort of like a branch in the water. And I just grabbed it as I was just laying on my board and going yeah. in, and sort of carried it in. But yeah, it's been crazy. But your your brother went out on his jet ski, didn't he? Yeah, he was out there on Sunday when the swell first came and he was yeah. picking up people and doing the loop around and dropping them back at the point. And also saving a few. Yeah, a couple of girls got washed out and he, he saved them as well. So so, so I'm interested there, and I know that we've we've already had this, converse, this conversation this week. It was a pretty intense swell that came through. The sweep yeah. was, was, was really bad. And so what are your thoughts in those situations where there were some people that clearly shouldn't have been out in the water. And it always fascinates me as, cause I looked at it on Sunday and I was just like, oh look, I'm pretty keen to have a go. But then I was sort of like, I'm not too sure if I could deal with a sweep. I might end up getting into trouble, which is I'm gonna put other people in, at, at risk. What are your, so what are your thoughts there? Cause I know that we have to push ourselves to progress. Yeah, so a lot of guys with limited understanding won't see all of those things that you're seeing. like the sweep and that. They just see people at the back like, oh, let's just go, see what happens. Um, so yeah, it does land them in hot water sometimes. Um, it's probably best if they go surfing with friends, don't do it on your own, because mm. if you go missing and no one notices you, there's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it Yeah, it's kind of scary. Guys are pushing themselves and like you'll see guys surfing Jaws and Nazare and these big wave spots. So basically, double overhead at you almost looks like tiny in comparison hmm. so you do have people that have no understanding thinking oh that's big this is like it's not so big yeah I'll give it a crack yeah yeah uh, but, but your but your brother was out there on his jet ski and he got some really good photographs though didn't he i saw yeah. on, on on instagram that he had some really good images it was really it was like chocolate brown water wasn't it because all the rivers had flooded so they're, they're, all the he said his return trip was a nightmare because he, he went out in the, um, oh, what do you call it? The, just on the other side of D-Bar, the, the waterway. Yep. And um, he had to come back through all of that. So he was driving into the wind, he couldn't see. Um, he was getting washed around, he was going through troughs and coming up and there's these huge foam, he's all around. Um, and at one stage he was really close to the, the rock wall and he had to kind of try steer and get away from that. Wow. He says it was pretty full on. It was like one of the scariest moments he's had on a ski. Yeah. yeah. and. But but from that, what it has done is it's had a bit of an impact on our 30 day challenge guys. So so Raz and Jade haven't been able to surf this week. Yeah, um, it's rained, so everywhere is wet. Like it's almost been torrential rains yeah. and floods, um, crazy winds as well. So the sun just came out a little bit today, a little mm. bit yesterday. So everything's slowly starting to dry up. So maybe Friday we'll get back in the water again. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been watching closely on the on the winds. Today was today was good for for the winds. It it, it came up from the south for a bit, but it looks like it's all turning around again northerly. So yeah. we'll see what happens. The swell it's dropped off, but it looks like we've got a bit of swell sticking around. So what you have done though is because they haven't been able to skate because it's, 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 it's been too wet. We did look at using the indoor skate park, 
but we went and had a look, didn't we? And it's it was just, just chunkers. It's just, too noisy. just crazy kids. Because school, all, yeah, school holidays yeah, were on. Yeah, and all the parents, like yeah. the kids have got cabin fever, so like, let's take them to skate park. And it was that full. We was like, nah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and just, I just had this really. I, mean, I think Jade will be fine there because Jade's quite short, but Raz is Raz is taller than me. I'm so, I'm sort of six foot one. Raz is six six, a hundred kilograms. Uh, he is huge, and He's it would just beast. be this massive guy on a skateboard with just these really small kids all just skating around him, absolutely shredding it. And yeah. you have this just this great big behemoth of a man. But he's a gentle giant, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that would have been funny. So. So instead, you've got them doing the cardboard slide and also a bit of the yeah, just the more that surfing. foundation stuff. Yeah, um, just continue the hand art coordination through sliding that cardboard. Um, continue jumping on the bosu ball, learning how to stack balance, and it's those fine little um, balancing muscles that you got to st uh, strengthen so they become the stabilizing muscles. Yeah, the board isn't shake and wobble. So yeah, just working on that stuff. Yeah, awesome. Can't do enough of it. So we so we are going to cheat a little bit in this because because we because this was meant to be the final week yeah. of the guys surfing. So we are hopefully just going to run it next week. So it will still be thirty days because they haven't really been able to do anything this 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 week. But we are having to cheat a little bit. So so being totally honest with you, but yeah, hopefully next week we should be able to just see whereabouts they're at because we've got some some hopefully some good waves coming through next week. So. We got a we we got we got a few people on. So if you're watching on Facebook, give us a little a little like, a little thumbs up in the in the comments section. If you have got any questions, then fire them through. We have got a good amount to cover tonight. I'm super excited about tonight because uh, there was a there was it was uh, it was it was Gary, wasn't it? Yeah, Gary. Gary. Gary yeah, put he put something up in in the Surf Hacks group, and that thing lit up like a Christmas tree. It was like hearing all the different comments. So we're going to get into that in a bit. Okay, because I think it's going to be quite a big conversation. And I also think it's just knowing from what I've heard from, from other people and the way that some of uh, my friends have also described surfing etiquette, I'm really intrigued to see how, how you're going to, what you're going to say. I think I know what you're going to say because uh, we've, we've had a few conversations around this in the past. But first of all, let's, let's, let's jump into some of the other questions that came through. So let me bring the iPad screen up here. And so first of all, Chris, who's over in the UK, has been surfing the wave pool. Yeah. So this is this is this is not a surf hacks group. This is the Ombi Insiders. So this is people who have paid for the program. Let me just bring up the photographs that Chris put up. Uh, to can make them any bigger. Yes, I can. Perfect. Look at that. So we got Chris, who has got these three images from from the wave garden. I've surfed. The wave pool over in the UK. It was about. It's actually about this time last year. I was. I was over there surfing it, and it, it's. It's. It's a lot of fun being able to just go wave after wave after wave. But have you got yeah. any, any little tips, that you can give Chris just from these three photographs? I don't know which one you want. To, yeah. Which one's the best um, one. So, in every photograph, Chris is surfing mid face. Okay. So he's not going to the bottom. He's not going to the top. So if he had a drop ten and gone to the bottom, he would have got speed from the wave. Mm -hmm. which means that because that's lacking, he's now going to have to use his body to generate speed. Right, okay? yeah. And if you have a look at each of the photos, where's he looking? Every photo, every shot. Oh, quite a way. Okay. Where's the foam on this one? Quite a way back the other way. 
Yes, magic. Okay, so so where is he rushing to? What is he scared of? Why is he running? So if we go to that one, where's the foam? Where's the foam? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so okay, if, interesting, yeah. the foam is the power source of the wave, where, or the critical part of the wave, where you want to go top to bottom. That, let's call that the skateboard ramp. He's almost running away from the ramp, going towards the, the car park. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he needs, to feel, he needs to relax and stand right near the foam ball, where the water's drawing up and throwing down, drawing up and throwing down. That way he'll tap into wave energy. Now, okay. He's miles away from the foam. Yep. But his body looks stressed. He looks like he's he's kind of compressed and he's doing like a massive bottom turn at pipeline or something. Yep. So in, in every photo, his back is bent and his chest is bending over and nearly touching the knees. Okay? Except for that one where he's looking perhaps it still looks like he's sitting on a chair. He's not standing up straight. Mm-hmm. So there's still tension in his body. Okay. okay? So why the tension? Where's his mind at? Why is he rushing? And I think on his comments, he's saying he's struggling to relax, struggling to think, and struggling to breathe, yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Can we can we see the? If I go back here, can we see the comments? Uh, there you got to learn. Okay, did it come up in the comments? Okay, here we go. Chris, my first session was so fun. It was such a challenge trying to remember the basics of compression, lean, and twist. Things happen so fast, it's hard to have the processing capacity to slow it all down to put it together. My biggest issue is, yeah, so anxiety is there. Just need to relax. This will change as I absorb the program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so if you were body surfing that way, if you couldn't body surf it where he is, bring me back up. because the wave doesn't have the energy there to push you. Yeah. But if you're close to the pocket, the wave could lift you up and push you along. Okay. Okay. So number one, I don't think he's flowing with the wave. Mm-hmm. So he's finding it difficult to generate speed. Yep. So then he's having, he's feeling anxious about it and working harder at running away from the pocket. Okay. When he could just relax in the pocket and the wave would push him. Okay. So his first mistake is that he's, he's surfing too fast into the shoulder. Okay. So, so just to, just to wrap, wrap, wrap this one up, because like you've given a lot of real good gold there. If you had been coaching at the pool here now, and I know how much you love whistling people in, getting them to run up, you give them something really quick, that you say to them, and then they go running back out again. Yep. If you were there now, coaching Chris at that wave pool, and you'd called him in, what is the what is the really quick thing that you would say to him? Go back out there and do that. As you take off, go down to the bottom of the wave, touch the bottom, then extend up, touch the lip, go down, touch the bottom, go up, touch the lip. Okay. So he's getting used to compressing and extending and moving his body. Yeah. Right now, his body looks like it's frozen, and he doesn't know where the bottom is. He doesn't know where the top is. Because all he's got eyes is for the for the end of the wave. Yeah, that's awesome. And the reason why he could be frozen is because I think last when I was there like this time last year, it was I think the water was six or seven degrees, so it could just oh. be it could just be genuinely actually yeah, frozen. Freeze, you can't think. But Chris, thanks for um, posting those pictures in. It's r- really, really, really good to see these these pictures. I'm hoping that that that, that little. That little nugget there from from Clayton has been so helpful. We we are going to post a little bit later. Uh, Mick Fanning surfing small waves. Yeah. And if Chris is online, he needs to look at this because I'm going to dive into that technique a hell of a lot more. Yeah. In actual fact, what I'm going to I'm going to so I'm going to tag you, Chris, into this video afterwards, unless ah. Oh, so I think if this is if this is you 
So that's great advice. Thank you so much. Um, so you come up as Facebook user, Chris, that might be you. If it is, awesome. Great to see you online as well. And uh, glad that you found that helpful. If it's not you, then Chris, I'm tagging you in. That comment I thought was you. It's not you. Now I'm confusing myself. Let's just get on with something else. So <laughs> let's go to the, the, the questions that were put into the insiders group. Let me bring the iPad back up again. So we've got more examples of good surfing, similar to last week where you did the analysis of Tom Curran and Geordie Smith. Yes, now we have a video that, we, that we've had somebody ask to request. Yeah, okay, let's do the request. So, so we'll, we'll do the video in a minute. Let me just go through these questions because I can answer all these questions really quickly here. Examples of bad surfing. We'll bring up a quick video and show you some bad surfing. Surfboard shapes. Let's do a whole episode yeah. on that. Okay, so we'll yeah. actually go, okay, this issue, or oh, sorry, we'll post it saying we're doing a surfboard question yeah. issue. If anybody's got equipment issue, give us a shout. But yeah. it'll be in the next one or two down the line. Yes, so what we'll, we'll probably do it as a separate, a completely separate um, live. You didn't know this, but we're going to do it as a completely separate live uh, where we will just spend some time. We're going to go to, to this camera here. We're going to get some boards out. We're going to get the rack up. Clayton's then going to Clayton's then going to go through go through the boards, uh, grab some some of the ones that we've got in the rack here, and, and pull those out. So we'll do that as an entirely separate uh, little little video. But we'll be but we'll go live, and I'll make sure that I give you a little message in the in the thing just so that you just so that you know. Then side by side comparison of good surfing, side by side comparison of good surfing and bad surfing slow mo. This, I will need to just do a bit of research and find some videos. So again, this is another one that we will do over the next couple of weeks. I just need to find some videos so that we can put those side by side. It'd be good if you got a wave pool with someone who surfs bad than one yep. of the pros. So it's possible to do that. We just got to try to source the actual footage for yeah. that. It's the, 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 what I'm finding when I'm searching for these videos is it's really easy to find videos of pros. It's, it's not that easy to find videos of bad surfers where the footage is close enough a lot of the time when it's bad surfers it's the brother or sister is being, from yeah. the beach yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. so it's really bad quality footage but uh, I'll see if I can find something to do with wave pools because it would give us a really good comparison because the wave would be exactly the same and then so Clay you've also asked the Spotify music uh, list we will put one together We'll, 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 we'll sort of sit down and we'll, we'll ask everyone within the team what their trucks are. I think I did a post a little while back within the group asking about trucks. So leave that with us. We will come up with a Spotify playlist. Okay, music that reminds you of surfing, like why you got into it. So like I've got tons of good songs, but like really old ones when I was starting yeah. to learn how to surf. Okay, what I'm gonna do then, what I'm, I'm gonna do. giving away my age. Yeah. <laughs> it's like talking heads and um, simply mi simple minds and now, you got me to you made me sit down the other day and you you you're going through you, you have to watch this music video and what what was the song ah oh, rock lobster from uh b52s b52s yeah it was a whatever it was i don't know but you made me sit down and watch that like forced me to to sit down and watch that so uh so yeah what i'll do though is i'll put up a separate post in the group just saying hey what's your favorite music track for surfing so we'll get some of yours and then some of ours and then we'll we'll create a playlist but so don't comment your music track underneath this video make sure that you leave it for that separate post well, if anyone's on spotify they can all follow it too and they can yeah to yeah so, 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 so once we've got it created we can then share it within the group cool so yeah cool easy so that is all of the insiders questions 
done. So let's go to, was there anything else in the insiders? No, 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 we're there, we're there. We, I, I can so, see. I think Gary's was in Surfax, eh? Yeah, Gary's was in Surfax. Yeah, oh, I'm super nice. excited to, 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 to do this one. Let's have a look. Right. Was there, okay, Gary's two questions are there. I think we did that last week. So if you, if you haven't, if you haven't Maybe seen, some reading could just give an overview of what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. We, we can do better than that. Okay. So it was all pretty much about taking off and surf etiquette. Yeah. It... And Gary's one of the nicest guys in the water. Mm. I've spent some time with Gary. He's super polite. He waits his turn. Um, he's, he's one of the gentlemen in the water. Gary's done uh, macaroni with yeah, you, Yeah, he's done he? twice with me. Done twice with you. Okay, yeah. awesome. So, to go, so he, he gave two posts and both of them, look at them, like 21 comments and 36 comments. There's a big conversation around this. So I'm super excited to, to see what you come up with. As I say, it was pretty much around surfing etiquette. Part of it was people surfing the wave pool. Obviously, when you're in the wave pool, they go sit there and that's where you're going to catch the wave and it's easy to catch it. Then when these people that have got that are now surfing what they think is pretty well, and they're doing it in the wave pool, they're then going out into the sea, and then they, you've then got to read the ocean. You're not reading yeah. a swimming pool anymore. You're not being just told about the sea. It's not just breaking the same place. It's all over. And so because of that, they're not getting in the right positions, and there's a lot of frustration. And then they're, these, it's, it sounds like these people are then, um, are then getting frustrated with those people that are able to read the water. Well, probably a background story is even better. Um, so when we're at Macaroni's, I moaned at Gary the whole time. And I was like, Gary, sit here. So I'd paddle up to the top of the point and I'd wait there for the wave because then you can surf it all the way down the point. Mm. And then um, it's a long paddle back. And by the time you've sort of paddled back, those maybe 10 people in the water would have all caught waves. And you're almost like second or third in line. You'd wait your turn and then you'd go again. Yeah. So we try to have a number system. I mean, this is when there's small crowds. Yeah. So if there's 10 people in the water, you're one to 10. Um, and the person who doesn't want the wave will put their hands up. That means number two, three, four, whatever can go next. Mm -hmm. um, that way everyone kind of, we're communicating in the water. It's very civilized. It was, it is civilized, yeah. Everyone has a lot more fun that way. So um, he was like, no, 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 I can't do it. I'll just hang on the inside. And I'm, Gary, if you catch a wave from the back, you're gonna catch a higher quality wave. It's gonna allow you to surf better. You're gonna feel a lot more relaxed. There's less mm. tension. Whereas if you're closer in, you're waiting for people to fall and then you're playing like second fiddle to have a falls and you gotta quickly turn around, have a look and go. Yeah. Whereas if you're waiting and it's your turn, you could pick whichever wave you want and there's, there's no pressure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've actually encouraged him to sit at what I call the bus stop. Now, so, so, uh, okay, in, in saying that, somebody did put a comment saying, what is the bus stop? So for yeah. those of you that are new to this, uh, so if you're in the surf hacks, you might not know. If you've, if you've enrolled in the program, then, then straight away, you'll know what the bus stop is. But it is, simply put. So on a bus route, <laughs> buses stop at a certain spot every single time. And likewise, waves have traveled thousands of miles and they'll break on a certain part of a sandbank or reef, or whatever it may be. Yep. And it's, there's normally a rhythm to it. There might be like two or three waves breaking or whatever it is, and they might be breaking every five seconds. The same way there might be three buses on this route and they come every 15 minutes, whatever it may be. But when the wave comes, there's 
there's a spot where you can catch the wave really easily. Which is like when the bus pulls up, there's a door where you can get onto the bus really easily. Yeah. But if you run to the, the back of the bus and there's no door there, you're not going to be able to get on. In other words, you can't catch the wave. Mm -hmm. So what I try to tell Gary was, know where the bus stop is. So how often are those waves coming? How far out? How close in do you need to be? Then where is the bus door? And if you're on the bus door, you're going to effortlessly be able to catch that wave. But if you're sitting off that door, um, you're going to find it very hard to get onto the wave. So I think where the problem was, he was reading the bus stop really well and he was on the door every time a wave came. And there'd be frustrations with people not knowing the bus routes. Like, how did you know the bus was going to stop there? Like, we've been waiting in line but sitting in the wrong place. Like, we're over here and the bus is there. These people have to run to catch the bus and they're probably going to miss it. But Gary's just on the bus and going. Yeah. So I can understand that the people in the water were, were highly maybe frustrated. Yeah. So just very quickly, so if you haven't if you haven't read the comment, basically, let's see if this works. I've I've got a new little piece of uh, of, of technology to show you again this week. If you if you if you've been following along since the beginning, I like technology and gadgets. Uh, so let's say that if I got the pen ready, there we go. So this is the bus stop. Look at this, it's right on the screen. Yeah. So, so this is the bus stop. And what Gary was saying that is, so this is Gary here. And I think there are three guys. And let's say, so there was three other guys, but there was a big sweep going this way. So what ended up happening, I think Gary said in his post that, that they ended up a good few meters off of the, let's give them surfboards. They ended up a good few meters away from the takeoff space. Yeah. Uh, the bus stop, sorry. So Gary so, would catch so away. They're either fatigued and lazy, which mm -hmm. would cause him frustration number one, yep. because they're getting washed off the peak, or otherwise they had little awareness of the, the sweep pulling them down. Yep. So Gary catches a wave, he's at the bus stop, good wave comes through, screaming past, catches it, goes all the way down through, lovely little wave here, comes off the end, kicks off, and then pedals back. Now instead of getting here, now obviously the lineup is, when you think of lineup, you think of a queue of people, but because they're not at the bus stop, Gary's what Gary's saying, I think, if I get this right, is he's going around them. I think I get it on the screen, did I? He's going around them, and then when another wave comes through, he's catching it. And these people here are then getting frustrated with Gary. And Gary's asking, like, what should he do in this situation? So he's got these people that are getting really arsy with him. They're, they're starting to sort of say a few things, or oh, you've got to wait your turn and this sort of thing. But then Gary did ask those people to move up to the bus stop. Did he ask? I, 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 yes. I don't know if he asked. If you look in, yeah, he did. Okay. And um, the people said, no, we happily sit here. So then Gary was like, oh, well, fine, I'm going up there then. So you have to educate those people if they don't know. Mm. Um, because you don't know what you don't know. But if you've told those people and they still choose to sit in the wrong place, well, you, they, you can't help them then. And I think Gary did do that. Um, so he was doing the right stuff in the water. Okay, then, totally different subject, but same thing, okay? Imagine if you're at a bar, and it's a 10 meter bar, and seven meters down, the barman's standing there serving drinks. So should I go and stand where he's not serving drinks? And when someone else goes to the barman and gets served, I get pissed with him for jumping the queue? So it's very much a case of, you need to line up where the barman's serving the beers. 
mm. not like away from it. So those guys weren't at the bar getting the beers and they're getting upset with Gary when he goes to the barman and orders his beer directly from the barman. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Done. Okay. So in that situation then, because, okay, right, that's, that's the rule. Like, if you're not sitting at, at the bus stop and if you're not going to paddle up to the bus stop, then I will paddle past you and I will sit at the bus stop and then I will catch the waves. And I can do that because if you really wanted a wave, all you had to do was move up and then I would wait my turn. So if, if those guys are entitled to follow you, like they can do that and yeah. they, they can learn from you and they can fix their mistake. But if they are not going to learn from it and they just keep making the mistakes, they can't get upset with you. And it's Gary's prerogative or whatever you want to call it that if they come up, he has to then wait his turn yeah. and get in line. Okay. And so now I'm going to play the role of, so, okay, I now know the rule. I'm out there and I'm doing that. They're still not moving up and they're getting shittier and shittier with me, getting more angry with me. What do we do? Like, like it's, I, I think it's a really awkward situation to be in. It, it is an awkward situation. Especially if you're a real, a real nice guy, like, like, like Gary. So once you've educated them, like, hey guys, the barman's over there. That's where he serves his beers from. That's where the till is. That's where the fridge is. He's not going to come over here and try to serve you a beer. Why don't we all go line up there? Make his job easier. Yeah, that's what you have to do. So then once you've given them, them knowledge, if they still want to stay there, well, they're going to keep missing waves. They're going to be frustrated. So you're saying, tell them. Yes, educate them. Well, this is what Omni's about, education. Yeah. Like, pay it on, pass it forward. Yeah, I get that. But if you're then, if you're then telling somebody when they're a little bit angry with you and then you're then telling them how to surf, they're going to get, yeah, get tell, really tell angry. them how to surf. Yeah. Well, you are effectively. That's like, that's... I... I would be... I'm six foot one and I would be nervous about saying to me, like, look, okay, fair enough, but tell you what, if you move up, I'll let you have a wave. <laughs> so I'm going to go, oh! So, I, so Gary be, must sit out of position and watch perfect waves running that no one's getting because they're no, all no, out of position. No, I'm not saying do that. But I'm just, I'm just trying to play it, play it through in my head, being just coming. Okay, so this is something else I'd do. I would watch them paddle for a wave. If they all got chin down and splashing, they got no idea what they're doing. Yeah. So I'm looking at their body language, secondly. If they're in the water just having a chat and they're oblivious about getting washed down the beach, I'm writing them off as being um, very low intermediate surfer. And I'm going straight on the inside. And they can do whatever they want. Yeah, okay. Okay, so then let's take this a little bit further. Let's say that you're on a beach break where there isn't a necessarily that particular... So, for example, like if you've got snapper rocks. Draw it for me. Oh, hang on. Probably, probably the best way to do it. Let's go here. And let's bring the iPad back up again there. So, I don't actually know what I'm going to draw here. But what I was going to say was, so if you were... At, if you take snapper rocks, for for example, now snapper's a whole different scenario altogether. Ignore, okay, ignore. That's like a music festival, and everyone's there. Yeah, ignore the music festival for a minute. I'm just I'm using it as an example. Okay. So, yep. so so point snapper, so, yeah. So snapper, okay. A point break probably would be a much better term to use there, but never mind. That was me just talking. But so you got snapper rock there. Everyone knows that that you sort of sit there, and that's where you actually catch the waves, and everyone goes from there. If you're on a beach break where it's sort of shifting around a little bit and everyone's sort of moving off of the peak a lot. Yep. What, I don't know what I'm actually gonna draw here, 
But let's say that, because I've often seen people complaining that, that other people are paddling back around them to get back to the peak. So if you've got the peak here, so if you've got the peak here and someone's caught a wave and, and then the other one's sat there, should this person then move over? Hell yes. So if they don't move over, then you've got every right to come back around and- Back to where you were. So that wouldn't be classed as snaking. So the other person sat in the wrong place. At what point are they going to learn the lesson that they need to move to where the wave's breaking? So must you just sit behind him in the wrong place and watch him miss a wave? Because, but let's say, okay, let's say, I, 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 I don't mean to cut you off then, but let's say that they could still catch the wave, but they're not right where the peak is. So they could have caught it, but then you put it back around again and you've caught it straight away and then you've, and they're like, well, hang on, you caught the last one. I'll paddle after them going, hey, the peak's just five meters up. You're welcome okay. to come with me if you like. <laughs> so let's put worst example to use, yes. Yeah, okay, right, fair enough. Snapper was the worst example to use, but we've, we've changed it. It's now just a point break. But what I was, the, the, the point that I was more trying to get at is, is, is that whole thing, because I surf beach breaks more than, more than the point breaks, because obviously Snapper and Burley is just busy all the time. And I, and I see it a lot, and I see people getting really frustrated with it a lot, where you do have one guy that is really good at reading the ocean, and Tuned he keeps in. getting... Yeah. And he keeps getting back into that same spot. They go, oh, he's snaking me. Oh, those guys following him? No, they sort of don't really move. They just sort of just sit there. Okay. Move. Okay. Yeah, it's going to make you a way better person. Do you so want, even do you want, yeah. just um, through association, just paddling with the good surfer, you, you're probably going to catch a hell of a lot more waves just through association of being associated with him. Okay. Because all the other guys are going to watch him and when they turn around and look back, there's a second way that you can go for. Okay. Yeah. So just shadow the good surfer out there. Yeah, you'll start learning stuff. <laughs> start freaking him out. What are yeah. you following me for? Stop touching my leash. And then also, um, when you shadow him, you'll, you'll start to see the stuff that he does and why he yeah. does it. And then you'll also look back and see all the, like the non-movers are just dropped anchor getting grumpy. Just kind of sitting there, like wanting waves to come through the pack to them and break. Like, mm. Not going to happen. Okay, so <laughs> I still feel, I still feel happy, that happier surfers catch more waves too. Oh yeah, that's 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 definitely true. So if you're just stewing and you're upset, you're not going to catch any waves. No. No, and I and I do agree with that. So let's take this let's take this another level. Hopefully, you're all enjoying this because I think this is a fascinating conversation. A longboarder who can sit way further out than everybody else. Ugh, I want to shoot them. I hate them. Okay. Yeah, it's just... You've just alienated anybody watching who the, rides a longboard. No. Let me, let, me, let me get rid of this drawing. I don't actually know why we did that drawing. I longboard myself work. and I love it. The, the problem is, is that longboarders do have extra pedal power and they can catch waves so much easier than that than you. And they can sit further out than you because you're on a shortboard. And then um, often if they're on a good wave, because the board's so long, they sit, they sit on the shoulder and you can almost surf behind them and do crazy turns. And they wouldn't even know you're there. So because they sit further out, they often take the advantage of paddling around you and just going. And okay. you closer and so you miss a lot of waves. So I suppose I'm frustrated because they are taking advantage of the situation. So if I did catch a wave and I did paddle back and someone had been waiting, I would give that person waiting right away. 
It's just, it's common decency and it's etiquette. And then I'd slot into second position. But longboarders, because they're on bigger boards and they sit further out, just tend to go and go and go and go. And it's not all longboarders, don't get me wrong, but um, they almost can't help themselves. I've got your questions. I've got, I've got, I've got your comments. It, right, okay. <laughs> oh, I knew it would light up. <laughs> this is exciting. Okay, here we go. First of all, let's start. Well, first of all, let's start with this. Uh, Tony, you've you've now alienated yourself from Clayton. He said, "Seriously, B 52s Never heard of them." Oh, no, it's it's really really old, man. <laughs> they cool. Uh, let's let's go here. Hey guys, if possible, can you? Okay, we'll come back to this one. I want I want to stay on the on the whole etiquette conversation. <laughs> you could come to South Australia. We don't get that that macho crap. Very chilled out down there. The water's yeah. also very chilly and... It's big grey submarines there too. Yeah, and don't don't tell everyone that it's nice and quiet down there because it might not end up being quite so quiet, although it's cold. Okay. I think it will. Trade knowledge for goodwill. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Right on. Okay, you can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it. Drink it. Fantastic. Truth and most experienced guys are doing this. Yep. Then we've got the worst example to use, which was the whole snapper thing. Yep. And we got uh, someone put in DY point. I'm assuming they're just talking about the, what we were going through there. Okay, here we go. The benefit of knowing a break and being a local is knowing where to sit. If you don't know where to sit, then you shouldn't be, then you shouldn't be getting the best waves. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with okay. that too. Now here we go. In front of the rocks, I don't want to break my board, so I sit on a shoulder. So this is now somebody who. So if if okay. the bus stop is in front of the rocks, this is somebody yep. who is look and. Snapper, Karambin, I would be I would be very nervous about sitting in front of the rocks. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not. Okay, but if you're not willing to put in the risk, you shouldn't get the reward. So the higher the risk, the bigger the reward. So if you're sitting away from the shoulder, you need to get the smaller, fatter, horrible waves. Don't expect to get the best waves in. And don't get upset for guys who are willing to take the risk and sit on the inside. They deserve those because they put... Everything on the line for that. If you find this exciting, just, just type exciting or something in the, in the box. I find it very exciting. So that being said, and this is something that, that you said today, which is really interesting because I, I sort of pre-warned you that I was going to bring this up because I knew that yeah. it was going to um, sort of get a lot of comments. And that was that the people who are saying things are actually just taking out their frustration of their, their not yeah. necessarily bad surfing, but but their, but their lower surfing experience maybe. Well, that that, there might be fear. They, they might have sat there and went over the falls and like, oh, I can't make it there. I can only catch them here. Yeah. And then they're getting frustrated because they can't do that. Um, so there's a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of frustration happening. And then they're not going, well, I needed to probably be at a higher level. So they're never going to say, okay, I'm the problem. They're always going to look to kind of put blame somewhere else. So then they're going to go, okay, you're the problem. You're patting on my inside. Okay. Another one. All the peak, all the peak crew will always catch the waves, and the shoulder crew will always get nothing, only if somebody falls. So, yep. Yeah. So, the the peak crew obviously know something. Um, they're more confident surfers. Um, the same way. Sometimes you got a party. Some of the girls dance. Some of the girls from the side. Mm -hmm. It's just confidence, I suppose. Okay. And that's something that we're trying to do in the in the whole Amanzi or let's call it Ombi now. Yep. As we try to teach that deep confidence. That's why we make you go do the body surfing. Uh, we, we try to explain all the background stuff so you've so you got the, the knowledge aspect. Mm. 
Um, and then we teach you how to feel the things that you should be feeling to build that deep confidence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's also something that I know Chris deals quite a lot in, in a lot of his content as well, is, it, is, is that, that deep confidence. And, and today, we, I was listening to a podcast in the car and then I, I, I shared a couple of minutes of it with Clayton. Clayton then was like, whoa, this is, this is amazing. Yeah, and I was like, pause, what's this? Pause, yeah. pause, explain. <laughs> and that was very much around that confidence. So we're going to... Well, that was also about fighting, mm. which, which is way worse. Because they were telling you to try to relax and try to be in the flow state while mm. someone's trying to punch a lights out and, and kill you. Um, so I, I thought that was really good because the, the similarities between surfing and fighting is that sometimes you're putting yourself in harm's way where the wave might smash you. Mm. But you've got to have that deep confidence to, to tackle it on yeah. and to focus on the, the right, um, on what's important rather than on what may go wrong. Yeah. And normally the people sitting on the shoulder are focusing on what's going wrong and the people on the peak are focusing on um, what's important, which mm. is getting a barrel or making the takeoff behind the rock. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of digressing a little bit here, but it does, I mean, this, this whole positioning and being in the position where it is maybe behind the rocks, maybe it is in a, in a place where it puts you in- Where you're uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, in that state of discomfort is being able to understand that confidence. And as Clayton said, that's a big part of the of the OMBI with the, obviously this is a big section of the whole mind part of it. And so that podcast that we listened to earlier on, now Chris, if you are watching, I'm gonna send you the link to the podcast because you want to find it fascinating. Can we put it up, they can all come. Um, yeah, I, 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 haven't, I haven't got the link there, but I think what, what would be really good is is if you were to, to take the keys from it, those golden nuggets, and then apply it with the way that you explain it because you were hearing things today that were like that so relates to surfing i was like yeah. okay how and then it was oh, okay now i get it so i think it's really important that if you sort of go through it and then strip out those little bits of gold but we'll, but that will be conversations um down the line a little bit and that wasn't meant to be a surfing pun then but it ended up being one so uh here we go another thing here then what if the person can't surf the first section and surf further down the line where it's more manageable. Well then, don't get upset when someone paddles past you who can surf the first section. Okay. <laughs> I'm loving this. Okay, uh, Okay. here we go. Here's, here's another one. So what's the difference if a person with good skills takes all the waves versus a person with longer board takes all the waves? I'm glad that you asked that because I was kind of thinking that. So we mentioned before about the person with the longboard, they paddle out yeah. and around, you get frustrated with them. And effectively, they're doing exactly the same thing as what you're saying with them paddling around and going to the bus stop. 100%, whether that guy is a good surfer or whether he's a longboarder, if they're being a gluttonous pig in the water, because that means that the short border is just stroking his ego. He's going on everything because he can. Um, he needs to be called out and just go, hey mate, you, you, know, you, you can't get every wave, we, we need to share. But insane. But, 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 but hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Because you've just said before that you should paddle back to that bus stop and if they're not in the position, then you take it. But that's exactly the same as what the longboard is doing. Yeah, so the point of difference is you can sit further out on a longboard and it's really flat. So you can get in early um, before the wave gets steep and, and heavy. Whereas the short border has to sit sort of closer to the peak to be able to catch that wave. Okay. So you can't compete. So long borders paddle past you. 
okay. and kick it up earlier and you can't compete with that. And so in those situations there, what you're saying is that they should just be called out and just say, hey, look. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're literally jumping the queue the whole time and going. So they're jumping the queue the whole time and going. And so with, so then, so you call out the long border, but then, so you're still the short border that's managing to sit at the bus stop, but then you keep going around these other people. That's fine as long as you've told these people, hey, move up, get onto, like you need to, if you want to catch a wave, you've got to go there to catch it. Yeah, got to be on the peak. And if you can't deal okay. with being on the peak because you, you don't have the skill level, you can't, cannot complain about people paddling around you. You okay. do have the skill level, yeah. <laughs> okay, then we've got... Um... Saps are so much worse. <laughs> uh. They should just recycle plastic and just get rid of them all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to long borders, when it comes to long borders, sorry, mate, didn't see you. Okay, but now look, I, 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 don't, I don't want this to become a, a place where we start to call out long borders because. No, these you run a long board sometimes. Yeah, I do, and I have fun with it. Um, and some people they may have past injuries or shoulder injuries. They might need to ride long boards, or they don't have the skill level, but they still love surfing. Mm. The problem is um, when they ignore other people in the water and it's all about them and how many waves they can catch. Right. That's an issue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think about a question now. And I'll, cool. I'll just Let's jump onto the other stuff. We've got so much still to cover. I know we do. <laughs> go, hang on, let me just go, go through these comments. Golden Wolf for surfing, uh, reef and behind rocks is just don't fall off. <laughs> Facebook user. More risk, more reward. Don't Sounds fall. Okay, as a long boarder, can I say, join me to my... <laughs> okay, so we've got someone who's a long boarder. Yeah. They're saying, can they say to you, come and join me at my bus stop? So the problem is, no, because no one will catch waves where you catch waves from. So they will be sitting too deep and the wave will go under them, whereas a long boarder can get it. So they, because they're sitting further out and they're paddling past, they almost got to let, seed a few waves to people, let the waves go before they go on another one. It's just common decency. So, and bear in mind, this is for like a small crowd, not, not a huge snapper rocks with these 400 guys in the water. That's just- What do you do there, out of interest? What would you say, do it, do so it apart from don't go there? It's gonna sound horrible, but as someone's taking off, I look at how their body's moving. If they are uncoordinated, I'll wait for them to fall and I drop in. Right. Or if they get stuck behind the section because they don't know how to slide the cardboard, I'll then drop in. So that's probably 50% of the people. So if I'm looking for uncoordinated people and I'm paddling in and they're like, oh, he's going to fall, here we go, here we go, fallen. There's my wave. So that's actually a benefit to me because um, I can identify people who are moving poorly and um, it's another chance for me to get a wave. Yeah. And then guys who surf really well, I just paddle straight over. I don't even bother looking at the wave or them. Mm -hmm. And I try to look at the wave behind. Okay. Um, then you can, oh, it's, it's tricky. Like there's a lot of moods inside of those packs and, and they change when different mm. people paddle out. They have different energy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you sit in a pack of frustrated people, you may get frustrated. Mm -hmm. So you almost want to paddle to the front of that frustrated pack and then just go past them. I, I know it sounds horrible, but um, because everyone's just in the same boat trying to get a wave, you need mm. to take all the little advantages that you can get. Yeah, I, 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 I do find it interesting. And I, it's, it's something which I've, 
had lots of conversations with so many people about 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 whose right of way it is, whether you should, whether you shouldn't, this, that, and the other. So I, I suppose just to close, just to close this off, and, and move into something else because I, I feel like it's gone forever. So you've got somebody who's a really good longboarder, you've got somebody who's a shortboarder who knows how to read the ocean, then how to get in the right position. What would be a good relationship to well, establish if those there? guys don't communicate, they're going to butt head and have a fist fight in the water. Right. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because they're both going to be pissing each other off. Yeah. Well, the longboard first, because he can catch the wave earlier and he'll be sort of hustling and drop or burning the, um, the shortboarder. Mm. Um, so yeah, they're going to be butting heads. So there's communication, everything's cool. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to communicate. Okay, go communicate. Hopefully that has answered your questions on the whole surfing etiquette. Um, but ultimately the way that I see that, that you summarized it is that if you know whereabouts to sit, the perfect place to sit, and the people that you're out there surfing with don't sit in that place, even after you've told them to move up, then it's fine to to get into that position. So I'll, <clears throat> I'll even paddle, I'll, I'll sit in the right spot. When I paddle back, I'll purposely sit in the, in the wrong spot and people come sit next to me and then I'll paddle off back to the right spot and they'll- That's like Jedi. That's like some kind of Jedi mind trick on surfers. 100%, <laughs> yeah. You're like, why is he doing that? And he's like, he's all over the shop, so they don't know what you're doing. So you just, yeah, just try to trick them a couple of times. So I do that. Like there's a whole bunch of little technique things that you end up doing to catch waves. Yeah, right. You have to. Because, yeah, I mean, it is, it's getting busier and busier in the water. Ah, oh, especially with COVID, a lot more people are surfing this year. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, let's, let's move on from, from that conversation. Let's have a, so you have a drink of water a minute, because I, um, I, I do feel that I kind of ganged up on you a little bit then, but done in the, done in the, done in the nicest possible way. Okay, let's get just, some, just some surfing up. Some surfing up, okay. Uh, this is the surface. What, what questions do we have in, in here? Okay, so let me just quickly bring the iPad back up again. So John has asked us to analyze Devon Howard's smooth power and flow. So I have got the YouTube clip. We're gonna look at that in just a moment. This also then covers the question that we had in the insiders, which was, can we analyze a good surface? So we'll get that video up in just a minute. Can Clayton show us how to step up on a shortboard? I'm struggling to understand how you step up onto a shortboard if your feet are hanging over the tail. We'll have to film that when we can sort of show you laying down. So I'll film that as a separate video, maybe on Friday and, and throw it up. Yeah, Chris uh, Mills has got a cardboard surfer group and he's posted so many things on that. Yeah, okay. Um, let, me, let me do this, let me do this. So follow Chris Mills, there he is there. Surf Strength Coach, at Surf Strength Coach. Follow Chris. Chris has got so much stuff. Let me bring that. Ah, when? Where did it go? No, bring it back up again. Here we go. So follow Chris Mills. Chris has, Chris has got so much stuff. So Chris, if, if, if you don't know, if this is your first live, Chris and Clayton, they run the surf clinics together over in Macaroni's. The, the wave pool trip that we've got coming up, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a collaboration between Clayton and Chris as well. So make sure that, that you are following Chris Mills. So that is at Surf Strength Coach. Uh, yeah, you'll get loads of amazing, amazing, amazing content uh, in, the, in, in there. And I keep on saying this, but we're going to get Chris Mills uh, on at some point in time. On the couch. There's not really a couch anymore, though. Well, we'll get a third chair. Uh, and then just really quickly answer this, and then we'll go into the video. Okay. This might be a silly question, but I need some help with this. 
so very early intermediate stage of surfing. They surf a seven foot uh, soft top and want to trans transition to a traditional fiberglass board or epoxy board. They don't know what the difference is between the two. Very simply, one's, one's with a plywood stringer. No. Um, okay, I got that wrong. Because <laughs> you, you can get... Uh, no, it's not the stringer. It's the... Oh, no, I was going to say, just so that, so that when you're looking at them, I know there's a big a lot, a lot of big difference, but to, if you quickly looked at them, that's the way I've always done it. It's going, oh, it's got the fiberglass. No, the one's got a polystyrene core and the yep. one's got a polyurethane core. Um, if you used resin on polystyrene, it would melt it. Yep. So you have to use epoxy to glass it. Whereas the, the polyurethane blank, you could use epoxy or resin. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, the, the point of difference being the polystyrene blank, um, it's a lot more lighter. It's a bit more buoyant. Um, and it can give you a bit more flex if the construction has been done right, which, yep. could, which translates into more pop and a bit more performance. Yeah. Um, Excellent. I think with this one here, Chris... You'll, you'll get a lot of information when we do that separate session just on just on boards. Yeah. Like that will, that everything that, that you need to know, Chris, because you want to know about liters, rocker shape, tail, fins, all that kind of stuff. That will all be made clear in the video or the live that we do on surfboards only. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll take that in the near future. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... Tony's asked, how come no Friday froths the last couple of weeks? Those, those, those little videos. Where I, I, I spend the entire morning on a Friday with a GoPro stuck in my mouth going out the surfing. The reason, the reason why is because... It's not been, been terrible. Yeah, surf hasn't, hasn't, hasn't been particularly good. I, I have taken the GoPro out, but it's just, it's not really been worth me posting oh, it up, to be honest. And it's been doing the Mando. So what he's been doing, he's been body surfing and he's been body surfing under the wave oh, in the on, power on, zone. Yeah, he's been body surfing under the wave in the power zone. And to do that, you've got to keep your head flat. So the GoPro will literally just be forming the floor. And if you are, you come up out of the wave. So he hasn't really been able to uh, video film, so. Yeah. But he has been upskilling. I have been upskilling, a lot of body surfing. And I feel though that my Mando, I'm, I'm actually becoming in tune with the ocean. So I went out today uh, for a bit of a surf and I went to pedal off one of the waves and a dolphin jumped up about sort of four meters to the side of me and just sort of leapt out of the water like, <laughs> yes, the dolphins are now in tune with the ocean that much that the mystical dolphin will come and surf with me. Though I didn't see it again after that, but never mind. So let's break down a surfer. So this is, what's, what's the guy's name? It's Devin Howard. Devin, Devin. Let's bring the iPad up. And let me get rid of the little thing that's up on the screen there. So, okay, so let's just play. I'm going to sit back. Yep. So he's drawing, he's riding a mid length, first of all, and um, he's doing really, really well. Now, something I'm making aware of, okay, is that he's come off the bottom, he's going up, and he goes all the way around, and his nose faces the beach. Look at the fade that he does. Okay, so for him to generate speed, he's not winding up down the line, patting the cat. Okay. He's actually um, using the wave for speed, and then he goes into a compression. Okay, a little soul arch, throwing the hips forward, a little bit of Jerry Lopez. Now, the more stacked your joints are, so if your shoulder, hip, knee, ankle 
are all in a very nice straight line. You've got good balance in your light. Mm -hmm. The same way a ballroom dancer stacks and then moves, okay? So he's leaning over and he's stacking, so he's light on the board, helps him track up. And then what I really do like is how he fades back to the power and the wave. So he takes off and he's fading to the energy. So he's not bolting and trying to run down the line. He's got a good read on it. On the bottom turn, he's leaning, and he's got his hand on the water, so he's leaning over quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Nice extension, so he goes to the top of the wave and extends, and if we zoom in over here, there's a coffee cup hand out. So he's nicely stacked, he's light on his feet, holding his cup of coffee. We zoom out. Now, the best way to get speed on this wave next is to go straight down. So let's see what he does. Straight down the wave, does a midline pump, Oh, uh, last year. Hang on. Let's do this. It's quicker. Okay. Now, you'll notice on this turn, he's got his hand behind him. And he's drawing the turn out. So he's drawing it out, drawing it out, drawing it out. So the hand behind, just, I'm, I'm just going to jump in here. The hand behind, because I don't know if you always pass the coffee, pass the coffee, pass okay, the coffee. Okay, so if this is the wave over here, and you wanted to pass coffee over there, oopsie. Let's clear that one. Okay, if you want to pass coffee over here, you need to be able to look where you're going. So because mm -hmm. the coffee cup's behind, he can't see where he's going. So look at the line that he's taking at the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay? But as he starts to look... Oh, wow, look at that. ...and pass the coffee cup, see how he's now it's looking... It's like a handbrake turn. And he's cut all the way down. Okay, so if we break the turn down... He first rode down the wave and then accelerated and turned where he wanted to go. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go up and just turn and they, they get stuck on the top half of the wave. Mm -hmm. So he chose flow over the turn. Okay. Whereas a lot of guys just want to turn straight into the power zone and he's leaning. So basically, twisting on the top, leaning on the bottom turn. And in between, it's just Good. his coffee cup up nice and relaxed the guy on the inside there ditched his board <laughs> okay so the thing that you'll see in him is that if i bring this up here there's no tension in his body mm. okay whereas if you looked at i think it was chris in the wave pool photos yep he was super low down really bent he had his left foot left hand forward where this guy has his left foot right hand forward so it's almost like as humans, that's the way you walk. You walk in opposites. Mm. So he's surfing in opposites. So how can we release that tension? Because, I mean, you've, you've obviously seen me surfing a lot. And it's, it's, it's one of my big mistakes is that I hold a stack of tension in my body. And it, I'm very conscious of it. And I'm really trying to work on, on, on removing it. Yep. But is there, is there a way where we can do that? Where we can, where, where we can release that tension? Have you got any like magic tricks? Fart noise to stop breathing, stop breathe mm. out. So because you're making a fart noise in the turn, like boxers go and they throw a punch. Yeah. Okay. So you can breathe out as well. Um, because you're making a fart noise and start laughing at yourself, like what the hell is this? Mm. And then all you got to do is just look where you want to go and look where you want to go and point the coffee cup. Right. Yeah. So start breathing. Um, it's the best way to start moving your body well. But I think that tension is something that plagues a lot of surfers. Like most of the surfers that you see out there that aren't like the ones that shred and rip, yeah, so they're holding a lot of tension. What I see with people that hold tension, 
when they're uncomfortable on the wave and they're trying to do a tight turn, they expect to turn at this spot on the wave there, and then they expect to get there in a split second. They go, whoa, mm. and they just want to turn and get there. When in actual fact, if you look at the video clip, okay, so from where the turn starts, one, two, three, four, it's a real slow, uh, it's a real slow drawn out. I love your circles tonight. It's a real slow drawn out figure eight. Yeah. And I suppose um, people are uncomfortable when they do turns, they try to rush it. Yeah. They, they, you got to understand that, and especially on a bigger board, it's going to take you a lot longer to come around. Yeah. So stop trying to force the turn and rather try to flow through the turn. Yeah, I think a, uh, a really good example of this, and I mean, this isn't going to make any use for you, but but um, but Gabe, who you've been working with for a while, for a while now, he's 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 part of the team. Does a work, he's out there fixing all the boards and stuff. If you watch his style, you can almost see him counting in his head as he's doing that turn. He's just making he's slowed everything down. His style is uh, I think I mentioned him last week's well, live. Do you think he's counting or do you think he's looking and waiting? No, I think he's looking and waiting, but it is but it is almost as if he is going, ah, oh, one, two, three. Well, let's, let's go back over here. So at this point there, he's waiting for the phone ball, waiting for the phone ball, waiting for and as he connects. He's still waiting and he's waiting for the lip now. Little tag. And now watch over here how he waits for the foam. He sees the foam, he waits. One, two, yeah. three, and he rebounds. Yeah. So when you look at it, your coordination is going to be on point. But when you try to rush it and you don't look and you're anticipating what's happening but you don't look at it, you sometimes get that um, anticipation wrong. Mm. Now this may, I'm gonna bring this up now. This may sound like a really silly question. I'm gonna ask it anyway, at the, at the risk of looking like a numpty. This whole staying in the power source, I know that obviously when you're doing a cutback and you turn, what's handy on the swivel chairs, you know, swivel chair on a surfboard, but when you turn, and you look back at the foam, obviously you can see it then, but where, I know that you say about people racing, racing, racing for the line. When we're surfing, we're, we're naturally looking that way. Because like if, you, if you're surfing the right way, if you stand up and you, and you take off and you go down, and you, so you'd be looking down, you can't see what's, but you haven't got eyes in the back of your head. So how do we stay aware of what the foam is doing behind us? I know that obviously you could say, well, if you surf into the flats then everything's gonna stop, but how do we know how close that foam is? Well, you can almost feel it because the wave's got so much more energy. Um, I'm, I'm, hoping that, I'm hoping that that okay. question was a good question. So, so hang on. If you've been doing a lot of body surfing, right? Yeah. So how do you know when that wave's got enough energy to take you? I'll feel it. Okay, but you aren't looking at the foam, are you? You, you can feel the energy in the wave. So you can feel mm. when you're in the power source of the wave. But when you're in the flat and you're too far on the shoulder, that feeling goes away. So, so you're mm. surfing back and to that point where you start to feel the energy in the wave again. The wave's sucking you up and saying, let's go. And then you go with it. Okay. And so I, I suppose my next question there would then be, so if you're, if you're riding a, a really hollow wave 
or what you think is a hollow wave, how do you know if it's hollow behind, how do you know if it's barreling behind you? How do you know to sort of Well, when you do a turn, down? you just, just look back. Yeah, just open up and look. It's like if you're driving near a T-junction um, and you want to turn right, you first got to look left. Okay, it doesn't take you more than a split second just to look and, and go. So likewise, when you're doing a turn, you could look and you can gauge it mm. and then you can feel it and start doing the next turn. But then I think that that's, I think that's the key then there though, because if you're holding tension, you're not going to just quickly look back. No, it's, it's impossible. You you can't move because you're tense. Okay. If I'm stiff and got the chain wheel like this, look look, check the blind side. <laughs> and now you got to relax and drive, and then you can check the blind side effortlessly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you'll find that question useful. I just it kind of popped into my head. So. Oh, are, we, are, we, are we finished with this one? Yeah, I'm done with that. Okay. Um, no, we did have... Okay, so Ocean Mind, Body and Equipment, he uses his power zones really well. He's always fading back to the power. Yep. Okay. He's not wiggling. He's not flailing. He's not trying to over-surf. So Ocean, perfect. He compresses, extends, and leans remarkably well. Really, really stylish. So I, I love that surfing about him. So his body. So his body's working well. He's riding a mid-length, but he puts it on rail... It looks loose. I think it's a seven or eight footer that he's riding. Mm -hmm. But he's turning in such a nice arc that he can turn it tight and he can draw it out and it's got speed. Mm. So he's he's maximizing his equipment. Yep. Then the last thing is his mind. Yeah. He looks so relaxed. Like he's yeah. feeling the wave. So he's nailing on B one hundred percent. Absolutely. Maybe you did the course. Speaking of course, let me put up the uh there it is. If you haven't enrolled into the program yet, then I highly suggest you to make a great Christmas present, actually, since we're coming up to Christmas. Uh, there, but there is the course there. All the details are there. We're not going to go into too many details of the course here tonight. If you've been tuning into these lives, you've got a good idea as to what it is, the sort of amazing content that is in there. Uh, there's a ton of Google reviews. But there is, the, there is the link. I'm going to leave that up for a second. There was one question that came in with regards to, can you explain the difference? I can't find the comment now. Can you explain the difference between coffee cup and... Oh, there we go. Ah, uh, yeah, coffee go. cup and shopping trolley. Yeah, what's the difference between shopping trolley and the coffee cup? Okay, if you were to push a shopping trolley, you'd go elbows up, you'd step onto your front foot and throw, mm -hmm. which is pretty much how someone would generate speed through a barrel. Like you take off, you got your elbows high, and then you push your hands okay. forward, and it makes you step onto the front foot. Yep. But um, if you wake up in the morning, you could be hung over as bad as you want, Someone pours you a cup of coffee, you don't spill it. How come? How come your balance is that good that you don't spill the coffee? Because you're really hungover and you don't want to spill any of that coffee, so you're focused. Well, you've trained <laughs> at walking from a young kid that yeah. when I keep this level and I focus on that and I lead with the coffee cup, I don't fall over. Yeah. So when you stand on a board, if, you just, if you've got terrible balance, just pretend you're holding a cup of coffee and it will make your balance improve tenfold. Yeah. Absolutely. So the ones for balance, the ones for generating speed. There you go. Nicely done. And look, we've gone, look at that, we've gone past the hour mark. Let's... Mick Fanning Small Ways, come on. Okay, I feel that that's, that's a long segment. I think that that's a long segment. Okay, so let me... Okay, should we do this next week then? Yeah, I think do it next week. Let me ask, let me ask you this, because I've been asked... Clayton hasn't quite understood the question that I've been asking 
from last week, we were asked a question about duck diving and going under waves consistently. And it really took me back to when I used to surf back in the UK. And it was, so here it's nice and easy. We, like you, you duck up a couple of times and you're out back because the waves are quite close into the shore. And I remember when I was back in the UK, the, it, was, it always seemed like a really long paddle out. It felt like I was forever duck diving. But then it also made me think about the kind of waves that people are surfing. Because I think that, that there could be this, this thought of, well, it's okay for you because you're over there in Australia. You've got all these amazing waves, whereas we're surfing these sort of crumbly waves. Because I think that the average, that's, that's, so I'm not going to say that there aren't good waves um, back in the UK, because there are some amazing waves back in the UK. But the average person who goes out surfing in the UK, <laughs> someone's put, let's do it, let's do Mick Fanning. Hang on a second, hang on a second. But the average person who is out there surfing probably doesn't have access to the best waves unless they're going yeah. on a boat so trip. Let's, let's, let's do a, um, what do you call it? We can ask them, if you're only surfing once or twice a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah that's a really good surf, question. How many, how many times are you surfing? Yeah. And is it normally good or is it crap when you're surfing? Okay. Good or so, crap? Do you want us to post more waves of pro surfing crap waves and how to do it? Or average guys surfing bad ways and what are they doing wrong? Yeah. And oh, look, we're going to end up doing this, aren't we? Let's, okay, let's save the, the so I, I, I kind of sort of said that I, I remember when I was back surfing in the UK, it, a lot of the time it felt very small and crummy. You'd get your amazing days. Come on, let's do McFanning. Mc... <laughs> All right, we will do the McFanning thing. Calm down, we will do the McFanning thing. But what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm interested in, and what I want to know is, would it be useful if we looked at how we can apply these techniques, coffee cup, the Oreo, to less than perfect conditions where, where the waves are a little more crumbly. They're not these nice barreling waves. They're your, they're your, average, your average wave that I feel that most people out there are probably having to surf sort of 70% of the time, and occasionally they'll get this really good day. But otherwise, they want to be able to maximize. I think on average, we surf really crap waves. Um, it's... Thank you, thank you. Okay, whoever that is, Facebook user, I would love to know who you are. Let me get this out of the way. Look, Anthony, Anthony you are spot on with the UK waves. On average, it's poor waves, it's super challenging. Yeah. Yes, I'm you got finally. One, you got one friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've, got, I've got more than one friend. I have two friends. Uh, but I'm finally right about something. I am normally wrong, but I'm actually right about something. I am super excited. Uh, okay, Anthea wants more pro surfing crap waves. But yeah, so wh whoever that was, you're amazing. Thank you so much for, for, for having my back. But yeah, it, it was small, crumbly. I even downloaded some videos ready to assess it. But if that would be something that would be useful, then then let us know. But Okay, it's a balance of both. Okay. Good and got bad guys okay. surfing. Cool. Hey, it's, it's, it's Chris. It's, it was actually Chris that put that comment. Who, who, uh, so, so Chris, so Chris, you're, you're, you're amazing. Thank you very much. Send in some more photographs. I'll get Clayton to analyze all your stuff for you, seeing as you're the one person who actually backed me up in this whole community. Anyway, uh, balance of both needs. Okay, yeah, cool. Let's, let's just do Mick Fanning and then let's call it a day. So let me bring up. Let me bring up the clip. Which uh, one was me? Oh, there it is. Yep. Okay, so... Um, it's, just give a bit of a... It's a clip of Mick, Han Mick Fanning and Nathan Hedge. He's called The Hog. 
And um, the point of difference, oh, you can play it, it's quite long. Okay. The point of difference between the two is that um, when Hedgy takes off... Should he, I play it? Yeah. He races down the line to generate the speed where Mick goes nose to the beach. So, like, the waves are that crap. That's a really good example. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, 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 I haven't seen this clip. Close this, is, out. this is completely new The waves are absolutely... Now, if you watch Hedgy, he's going... Race down the line, out of the pocket. Race down the line again, out of the pocket. Can I, can I, can I, was it? Can yeah. I say, can I, so, so can I ask you a question? Now you talk about, I'm going the wrong way. Can I just say that one of the things which you've often said to me, so, so when, when we've had a crappy day down, yeah. down at the beach and I'm out there and you're on the beach doing your, I mean, like you're trying to traffic, air traffic control. Yeah. You're telling me, stand up straight, stand up straight. These are really small waves, and he seems to be low the entire time. Yep. Okay, so he's generating speed. So he's like a sprinter. He's going low, but then he needs to sprint to get light. So my but, issue with but this... But he, he, never, he never stands up straight. Exactly. Oh, okay. So he... Oh, okay. Okay. Wrong. So, See? Happened again. So I'm finding that Hedgy surfs too far out of the pocket. Right. Okay. And he surfs too horizontal, chasing down the line. Okay. Yeah, don't get me wrong, he's an amazing surfer. He kicked my ass. But um, let's wait until Mick comes up a little bit later. So bolting down the line, another closeout. Okay, so something that I do want to show you is that when he does take off, look how, look how high the chin is off the board. So he's not putting his chin down and just scratching into it. He's actually got his back arched. So he's doing an Oreo biscuit when he paddles in. Now when he does take off, his nose is facing down the line, and he's already racing, racing. Was that shopping trolley? Was he doing shopping trolley there? Um, you'll see Mick doing it. Yeah, that's a shopping trolley. That's a cardboard slide. But what I'm not liking is that his mid-face racing down the line. He's not going top to bottom using the power source of the wave. Right. Okay. So let's cue some Mick Fanning surfing. Tell you what though, from that tiny wee little wave, they're doing well. Okay, just let me go on to the right. Give me a second. Okay. Oh, here we go. So Mick Fanning takes off. His nose faces the beach. So look at the point of difference here. He's gone down the wave. Hedgy was going across. Okay, so that's the first point of difference. He extends. Slides of cardboard. So compression and extending using the wave's energy. Okay. Straight down the wave again. Boom. Nose facing the beach again. Okay, so his nose is going down and up a hell of a lot more than what Hedges is. He's just going across the wave the whole time. Um, let's watch the next one. Oh, look at this. It's like a little magic carpet ride at the end there. Okay, so... This, look at this wave. It's, it must be knee to shoulder high. It's tiny. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oreo biscuit. Mm -hmm. Okay. His nose is sort of facing, the, he rode straight down, nose facing the beach. He's compressing, extending. Compressing. Yeah, he is. Up. Nose facing the beach again. Okay, so what's the big mm. point of difference there? He's using the wave's energy and he's using his body like a spring. 
Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't about speed, speed, speed. It's about top to bottom staying in the pocket to generate speed. Okay, now watch Hedgy over here. He takes off, pushes really hard. A uh, bit of a close out. Fanning glides into the wave. Look at this. Okay, so, so this is like that sort of crumbliness in front. Kind of the shitty yeah. ways that we yeah. always surf, right? Now, bottom turns, up the foam, nose to the beach again, bottom turns, big wrap, nose to the beach again. Boom, nose to the beach, bang, nose to the beach. So on almost every single drop in, his nose is facing the beach. Okay, and that's pretty much where you would be able to body surf that wave. Right. So the yeah. same feeling that you're getting, the same lift that you're getting, he's doing that, but he's accentuating the energy in the wave through compressing and extending. Mm. Okay, whereas I felt that Hedgy surfed himself into the flats going too fast, losing that energy. So he's got to keep moving, and he often serves himself out of the pocket into the shoulder, and the wave just closes out or doesn't pan out right. Okay. So, on be that then. On be that for me. You've done ocean. Okay. You've so, done... mix using the power zones really, really okay. well. So, that's ocean. How's he's compressing and extending? Yeah, really good. Okay. Notice he was no Body. leaning. He didn't lean. He's going too slow. So, he was okay. twisting off the bottom, twisting off the top, using his fins to generate speed. Okay. Okay. So his body movements were really good. Yep. His equipment looks amazing. It's on point. It's going top to bottom. I think the, that's really, really good example there of people going, well, if it's really small, I need loads and loads and loads of volume because Mick Fanning's not running a lot of volume. He's making himself lighter through compressing and extending. Yep. Now, when you looked at um, Nathan Hedge, he looked like someone in the starting blocks who never got out of the starting blocks. Mm. It was just low and heavy. With Fanning, he got very light, like yep. a like someone on trampoline just compressing and extending. Yeah. So his technique is absolutely on point. One of my favourite surfers, Mick Fanning. I'm sorry he left the tour. Excellent. Right. Excellent. Cool. So just one quick question that did come in, and they asked it again towards the end. Okay, yeah. So I'll bring it up from the beginning, Rashid. Okay. My question is. I was paddling yesterday to this swell, so it's two meters at 15 second period. When I see the sets coming towards me, I just have the feeling that I have no power in my arm, in, in arms, in my in my arms. Do you know this kind of situation? So, are they, are they a mind thing? I would just, I would say. Yeah. So, it look it could be various things. It could be that you're paddling so hard, trying to pull really really powerfully that you're actually pulling bubbles like like. I give the analogy of a car doing a wheel spin. It's not going anywhere mm. because it's powering up so hard that it can't go anywhere. So you almost got to relax and try to get that, that stroke in. So that's the one thing. Um, if you've got no power, you may be not breathing. You could be holding yeah. your breath. You could be going... <gasps> that's what I was going to say. Because fear kicks in because a big set coming towards you. Yep. Holding the breath. And yep. uh, yeah, that's the first thing that sort of came to my mind. And that comes from... With the public speaking training that I do, a lot of people, as soon as they're about to go out on stage, they'll hold their breath. As soon as you like turn to somebody, and like if I'm on, on stage and I ask somebody in the audience, ask you, you have a question, 
and then you suddenly give them a microphone and they hold their breath and they panic and they tense up and their, their heart starts to race and it's like they, they, they then sound out of breath. So it could well be, it could really well be that, I think. Yeah, you could be doing a wheel spin and mm. holding your breath. Yep. Um, it's it's kind of hard to make, you, there's so many different tangents yep. this could, could go on. Um, but. I, I think um, a good thing there, just to suggest, would be to sort of say, to just try to, like next breathe time, yeah, first. Just, just breathe Before and try to feel a little bit more breathe, relaxed. Yeah. And then also, it's like, what is the one thing that you have to do on that wave? It's pretty much look where I want to go and pick my line. You, you don't. Oh no, this is for, this is for um, paddling out. So it's that diving. Oh, paddling out. Yeah. So I think that there's still going to be this whole. So I, I'm, I'm trying to visit just this this now because I'm somebody who panics when a big set comes towards me, and that is that. I think first of all you're gonna you're gonna go <gasps> big set paddle paddle yeah. paddle paddle paddle. So you use all of a sudden you're it's it's like you're sprinting. And so you're using all of this energy, and because you're then paddling really fast, you do hold your breath, which is then going to make you worn out really, really, really quick. So, I mean, I've, I don't know what the solution is. Cause so, so the other thing panic. that's happening is that when he's getting hit by the foam, he's probably so tense trying to control the board yeah. and trying to fight the water. You've got to almost be like a jellyfish, let it kind of wash you around <laughs> a little bit. All right, that's why you're not holding on to tension. Um, I think you tense before the waves come, you tense when the wave hits you, and when you come up, you're stuffed, and then you might have another three of those to go through. Yeah. So you need to try to breathe, relax. Um, yeah, I think breathe and relax is probably... Pick your fights. Yeah. Pick when you want to paddle hard against the water, rather than fighting the water the whole time. Yeah, and that's one of the things that you said to me when we, when we were paddling that day, and it was white water after white water coming towards us, and I was paddling like a crazy person trying to get out, and you just looked at me and said, what are you doing? Like, don't fight the water. You can't beat it. And uh, It's kind of like wait for the flow to change. Yeah. Um, what's coming in has to go back out. So just, yeah, try to read the ocean better. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think uh, let's, let's, let's get rid of that off of the screen. I've got no idea what's going on here. So uh, what's the date next week? 16th. We still got enough time for one more before Christmas. There we go. For yeah, some reason, cool. I, I can't get that off of the screen. Let's try that. There we go. So let me just pop up that there again. If you are interested in looking at the at the online course, then make sure you check out that link. Uh, please remember what we really want to do is build this community. You guys have been amazing with all of your interaction with inside the groups, giving that advice. I mean, those conversations that uh, that Gary started this week were absolute gold. Just watching those conversations unfold and knowing that and I could... The, the feedback was on point. There's a lot of valid um, comments I've put in there. Yeah. So... Um, I've, 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 I don't know how to say this. Like if someone does put a, a, the wrong comment, I'll endeavor to tell them why I feel it's wrong. Yep. And I'll, I'll always back it up with, with some reasoning behind it, which will make sense. And it might not be surf related. It might like be ordering a beer from the bar. Don't stand it there when the barman's over here. That's how we catch our waves. Yeah. So I always give non-related feedback that you could then take into surf and that should make some sense. Yeah. 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 But yes, yeah, spot on with the feedback, guys. I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, thank you for all of that. Yeah. But what you want people to do is to share this group. So either tag somebody underneath under, underneath this live and just say, hey, check out this. This is awesome. Make sure that... Because we're doing them every Wednesday. So just tag in somebody who you think would be... It's the, not the, share the group, it's share the knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Like, like empower other people so that 
um, when you're going surfing, someone can shout at you, hey, get your coffee cup up, or look where you're going. So it's if someone else knows that, you're on the same wavelength. So your sessions will improve. They'll get better and better. Yeah. Surfers around the world to be shouting out coffee cup and, oi, get to the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you know what's going on then. It's cool. Yeah, awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If, if you've been with us since the very beginning of this evening and you're still here now after an hour and 20 minutes, then I, then I applaud you. And I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed really uh, diving into Clayton and, and unpacking that uh, the whole surfing etiquette. But how, you, do you, how do you feel about getting some of that podcast? Because I really enjoy that today. I wouldn't mind talking about some of that stuff. So in terms of what? For, what, for, tomorrow. What for tomorrow. I wonder for tomorrow for next week's. For next week, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's maybe let's, let people let's do hear that. about it and we can chat about it. So we'll post that. Yeah, so I'll okay, I've got a few things I need to remember to do. Uh, I've got to write those down in just a minute. But uh, yeah, thanks for thanks uh, thanks for tuning in. If you've got any suggestions for what you'd like to see or hear, then make sure that you let us know. But otherwise, as per usual, we don't one hour twenty minutes watching from work. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting paid for this. Nice to see that you are using your time effectively. Good job at yeah. Facebook users. We don't actually know who you are skiving off of. Thanks, work. Tony. Love it. Yeah, and Tony, Tony, saying thanks, guys. Okay. Oh, here's a quick question. Yeah. Uh, do you, Do you know the answer to this? Uh, is, is Is there a payment plan for the course? Um, yes, I think Jeremy has worked on a payment plan for the course. Um, oh, there you go. There is, there is our trusty, our trusty backup, Jeremy, who, if you watched last week, you would have seen him. He was yeah. here with us, but he's not here with us tonight. He's, he's home, home sick. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. He's, uh, hopefully he's, he's a bit, bit better today. Yeah. But yes, you payment plans uh, at the checkout. Awesome. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, love the barman bit. <laughs> What's this bit on here? Let me get that out of the way. Yeah, love love the barman bit. Cool. Anyway, I think I think we're done. And yeah, yeah. I think we're going to talk about boards in the new year. We haven't got enough time this year, hey? There's, there's always time. I can okay. find, All right. I can find time. I just I'll just say we're filming, and then, and then just say grab your stuff. We're filming. Okay. okay cool. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. And yeah, as I said, as always, we don't have a sign out. So see ya. Work, working on it. <laughs> See you next week. Oh, oh, it, oh, just before we go, just before we go. God, I have to get excited. End of everyone, I have to get excited. Oh, someone actually put a comment saying that I need to drink, uh, I can't remember who, who it was, said that I need to drink less, uh, caf uh, yeah, caffeine. less caffeine. I don't actually have any caffeine, so imagine if I did, I might even do some Red Bull. He's, he's a tea drinker from England. <laughs> one of those pinky, pinky up guys. It's chai tea though, I do drink chai tea. But, uh, so, uh, keep your eyes open on Friday because we've got our Christmas party and yeah, um, might do some lives, I yeah. might secretly get the camera out and uh, and do some lives so you can you can, you can join us uh, and just see what we're getting up to at our little Christmas shindig on the Christmas party on the Christmas party guys girls anyone who's watching see you later have a great night cheerio